On May 9th, 2022, Matt Lautner and Dave Geyer recorded for 59 minutes. Unfortunately, maybe someone was trying to tell us something. Most of the audio did not survive the recording. So the following is a few of the segments that did make it through, and we hope you enjoy them. Mr. Dave Geyer has agreed to re-record the remaining audio that was uh, clipped out, and uh, we will post that in the next three or four days as it becomes available. The first missing audio has to do with Dave Geyer and Steve Bonham and how they can buy so many good cattle each year. The psychology of being Dave Geyer or Steve Bonham. I mean, here's the way I'll describe it. I go out in the spring and I see bulls that light me up. I'm going to buy them. That's my buying philosophy. I'm going to buy them if I like them. But that's just on like anywhere from 5 to 15 head a year. I'm just comfortable making that investment. And the thing that I think inside of my head is if I don't have them, somebody else will. So I I think that the outcome will be best if I'm able to control where that bull lands or what that bull's path forward might be. And I'm not trying to make that more than it is, but that's why we're having this podcast. Now, Dave, my question to you is, is what's the psychology behind how you and Steve go out and windrow these things at pasture after pasture after pasture every fall? Yes, this is one of the things that didn't make it through. That, that Dave's answer to that question didn't make it through, but we're going to re-record in the next day or two and post his answer. Tune in in the next few days on The Big Show. Next up, Matt and Dave interact about the history of SE Online Sales and MLC's satisfaction about how great SE is. Roland Shoemaker and the Dave Geyer have created a business which will stand the test of time. My personal interaction on that deal would be Rick Fry was my first SC online sale rep and uh, I was just terribly happy with where I was. We'd actually done a few online sales of our own on breedlotner.com or something crazy like that, but we were doing sales with other companies and SC was an upstart. And I promise you, I'm not just overstating the story because Rick's no longer with us. Rick Fry was one of the best humans and SE sale reps that you'll ever have. I mean, that guy, just amazing. And in the 33 days leading up to uh, Rick's accident, uh, I had a snap streak with him. And uh, when that snap streak was broken that next morning, it just, it it's a terrible feeling when you lose a good friend. Brad Otto has done me an amazing job also, but there's just nobody like Rick Fry in this world. And uh, you on the SE team know that more than me. Because as much as I talked to him, I'm sure you had more interactions with him through the years. And uh, if you could just spend a minute or two about SC and Rick Fry, that would be amazing. Well, SCO started out, um, you know, and it, if it wasn't for Rick, done it. And and um, uh, Roland had made a comment to me that his kids were getting older and that he was looking for the next thing. Our first reps were, were Rick, Brad Otto, and Dave Stoltz. We went out and done some meetings and with some breeders out there, and uh, Dave Stoltz was getting ready to uh, accept another job, and he took this one. And then um, 
Brad Otto, uh, you know, he was one that come highly recommended by his friends in Western Iowa. And if you know Brad, which most of you do, you know, Brad's rough around the edges, but uh, he's got a heart the size of Texas. It's turned out to be an awesome, awesome rep. And then yeah. Rick Fry was one that uh, he was one of the originals, one of the three original ones. And Rick is the one that kind of hounded me. He said, hey, I'd like to do that. I'd like to do that. And and for any of you that knew Rick, Rick was qu- is quiet. And if you know Rick, you, you, you know him. If you don't know him, he's, he, he could be just a little hard to know because he's quiet and everything. Yep. And my, my, my thought with Rick is I'm like, how can, how can a guy, I, I just couldn't see. I mean, I, I put him off for a long time and because he, he was, they were farming a couple thousand acres. They were feeding on how many thousands of hogs. They were running a couple hundred cows. Uh, Rick was a full-time Snapchatter. I mean, he, oh, yeah. he just, <laughs> where in the world would he have time to do what, what, you know, I, I would be asking him to do, but lo and behold, he kept pressuring me. And, uh, and I, I don't know how Rick done what he done, but you are right. His customers like yourself were as loyal and he talked to you guys every day and, uh, or it seemed like he did. You no, know, I talked to him every day and, uh, how he done it. I don't know. But anyway, if it wasn't for those, those three original guys, they, uh, they busted their butts and and give us a got we got some good breaks and uh, and now we're up to we're up to twenty seven employees now um, and and uh, it's probably a silly question um, and maybe you wouldn't want to reveal this or maybe you're not hundred percent sure but like what's the growth been like uh, in terms of I know you've added species like horses and pigs and sheep and all that but just like year one gross sales uh compared to year whatever it is gross sales has it exponentially increased 10 times 20 times 100 times what what has it been uh, like it's it's a uh, it's 100 times uh to sure. be honest with you i mean the first mm-hmm. year the first year that uh that we done business you know we 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 didn't do a lot we done a few sales but i mean right now we're doing 2500 sales a year um, and, and, and I, and that's across the board, but I couldn't do it without the whole team. I mean, there's just no doubt about it on the sheep and goat side. Um, it was in September of that year. I, I don't remember now exactly what year it was, but, uh, about five years ago, Justin Nathan calls me up. I don't know him from Adam and, uh, and I, there, everybody out there listening, you say a little prayer right now for, uh, Justin and Tori and, and little Jagger, Jaggers in the NICU and he's got to get stronger, but, and he's part of the family, but Justin called up and wanted to start the sheep thing. And, uh, I didn't return his phone calls. The next time that he reached out to me and left a message, it wasn't very nice. It was basically, Hey, you ain't got time to call me back. Just tell me you ain't got time to call me back. And, uh, and that was kind of the way I was, but, Justin took the bull by the horns. I called him back within 30 seconds after that second call. And, uh, and he took the bull by the horns and he's got the sheep thing going very, very good. But good. all, all over across the board, the SCO business has been good. And, but I couldn't do it without the whole team. And I would have never done it without Roland just pushing me to do it, to be honest. 
All right, here's my spiel. I'm not an SC rep, and I'm not a, I'm not being paid by SC. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm going to give you a commercial, and if you want me to cut it out, I will. <laughs> so I'm I'm pretty uh, a student of the marketing game, and I know how things work. Uh, SC is the number one platform in the world. There's a few trendy sales sites that are on the fringe coming on up, and I guess the thing that would separate SC today, tomorrow, and next year, and the next 20 years, your post-sale management is seamless in terms of sale invoices coming in right away, whether it's semen sales, my wife can, or her office help can call those folks the next day and get them orders started being shipped around. And then on the calf sale deal, nobody likes to run around chasing money and, uh, I guess personally, when the SC team calls a buyer of a calf, and they might have just had an oversight on a on a calf, and they just need to get it taken care of, and I just I guarantee you that a call from the SC office just feels a little bit more, you know, just a little bit more uh, professional than a call from MLC saying, "Hey, can you can you pay that thirty five hundred dollar bill?" <laughs> so the post sale management isn't even a thing at some of these other trendy outlets. And uh, I guess that's where you're gonna earn people's business. And then also those best cattle in anybody's sales, they're gonna sell themselves. The buyers find them. It's that mid range uh, county fair district level steer and heifer that uh, a guy needs more eyes on to drive up the competition and and create value on and I just there's no comparison in terms of video view numbers and uh, number of daily traffic unique users to the SC site so we can all pretend here like there might be some competition in the marketplace for SC but I guess for those folks that think they need to be in the quote-unquote cool kids club like a Nelson England uh, I mean anybody can sell the best ones so you need to add value to your, like I say, once again, I'm going to repeat myself for effect, the, the, those county fair champions and your district level champions, those are the ones that a guy needs some help on. So uh, there's no other platform in the world that would do that like SC. So if you're selling anywhere else, you're putting yourself at a disadvantage. You know, we've, we've covered a lot of ground in 46 minutes and... I had Blaine Rogers call and tell me yesterday that Joe Gensini was filibustering whenever <laughs> on my interview with him because my podcast usually lasts 10 or 15 minutes, but Joe's went 45, and by golly, Dave, Dave Geyer's going to overtake Joe, no problem. <laughs> and uh, I guess uh, whenever it's this interesting of conversation, uh, I dang sure don't want to cut it off short. So if there's anything else you'd like to review, Dave, go ahead. I'll give you the floor. Well, I, I don't know. I, I, I've enjoyed the business. I I've always said that, uh, and you know, and I, I listened to, um, uh, Chappie give his deal there with you. And, and, you know, he told some stories and there's a million stories we could tell. We could talk tell to this time tomorrow and probably never lose attention oh, of yeah. the stories that, uh, that a guy's experienced and stuff like that. And, and I remember, I, I'll, I will tell you one quick one. As a kid growing up in the industry and, and making it on my own, um, 
I remember the old timers, whether it be Lloyd Stone, Bill Couch, Tom Fitzpatrick, Laverne Massman, Tyrone, uh, the list goes on and on. But all those guys, I, re- I remember those guys telling stories. And, and I remember just being captivated by yep. their stories and, um, and, and just thought it was just way, way, way cool, the stories they could tell. And now after 30-some years of doing it, I mean, I, I, we could probably sit here to this time tomorrow with those type of stories. And, and uh, that's, the, that's the glorious thing about podcasting. Uh, uh, we're sitting around the campfire telling old stories on this deal. And, uh, I mean, people that uh, don't know you or I uh, can listen in. And, I mean, it's all in fun. I, I don't think that we've told a, a negative story, and we'll continue to oh. not tell a negative story on the MLC Big Show podcast. We're 60. I, I think the level of podcasts we sent out kind of amazes people, but we're 72 shows deep, and we've kept it all positive, and we're going to continue to keep it all positive. And any time that old Dave Geyer wants to come on to my show and tell some old stories or or push uh, push something new that's going on on SC, don't be afraid to reach out. I can't wait to have Dave Geyer and Regan Bowman on for episode number two with Dave Geyer sometime this spring or summer. Yeah, you mentioned that. That'll be fun. I, uh, Regan's, Regan's uh, he would have been there in the very beginning. He knew me. He knew me then. You bet. You bet. Yeah, I would say just a personal interaction about Regan Bowman, then I'll let you go. Uh, I don't have a whole lot of people that I can talk shop with in terms of uh, really personal things. I do want to shout out Regan Bowman. I've had a couple conversations with him over the last two springs that are just a little bit more on a personal level, and he's a good old boy. I mean, I know that you already knew that, uh, Dave, but uh, right. Regan, Regan, uh, he's a good man, I guess. You know, he, he raised a beautiful family, and uh, he's getting close to that age where he's thinking about cutting bait and running down to Florida. And I mean, uh, he's just a good fella. And uh, I think that the interaction between the animated Dave Geyer and the, the, the fatherly and, and, and uh, worlds of knowledge, Regan Bowman would be an incredible interview. And I uh, can't wait to have that, that show sometime in the next coming weeks and months. And if you and Regan talk tonight and you want to do it sooner than that, I'm available anytime from 6 a.m. until 10 p.m. between now and June 1st.